All right, y'all, welcome to the Flex Zone, the only place that can give you sports how you want it, when you need it. Go like our Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Flex Zone one If you have any questions, ideas, or possibly want to be a guest, send us an email to theflexzone1 at gmail.com. The moment has finally happened. We've been doing this show for three years, Karante? Yeah, going on three, going on year and, three. And we start off with football, and we end with football. Super Bowl 51. Mm-mm-mm. Well, it makes you speechless. Mm-mm-mm. And so this 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 whole segment we're going to dedicate it to what this segment we're going to dedicate it to reviewing Super Bowl 51. Um before we get started though, let me do some house rules. I'm your boy Mr. One and Only Drizzy Dre, the man of a thousand nicknames. Follow me on Twitter, Andre One A Melton, Instagram, Black American Dream, Snapchat, Be More Show Off, and Facebook, Andre Melton. Still, still very, very irritating name. Very, very irritating. It, which, which one irritates you the most? All the first one. The Black American Dream. <laughs> no, the How first one. No, it's so when you introduce yourself. <laughs> oh, the man, the man of a thousand. Man. You have two nicknames. Be, go away. Anyway, Crevante Heard. That's C R E V O N T E H U R D E. That's Facebook and Twitter. Instagram, Crevante underscore Heard. I'm just so happy right now at BKD oh, underscore God. TV. I'm smiling ear to ear. Boston, I'm on my way, baby. Uh, well, it's, it's, I'm so mad about being so right. Check me out on the Twitter. Die Sporting Man. And Mikel? That's um, on Facebook, Mikel Ramos. And on Instagram, at Mikel Shadez. M-Y-K-E-L-L-S-A-D-E. All right. Super Bowl 51, my lady. What were your thoughts about the game? It was a good one, to say the least. At first, I think I was was watching a game that was supposed to be the other way around. I picked the Patriots, but in my heart, I wasn't surprised if Atlanta won. So when Atlanta was winning, I was okay with it. And I thought Jared had a heck of a game. He bounced Tom Brady all around that field. And the defense, to be so young and to be in the the center stage like the Super Bowl, they played excellent against the Patriots. But – you at some point they became too complacent. They became too relaxed. You 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 got the Patriots up by twenty five. You just don't sit on that. And once the New England Patriots got it going, it just became surgical. And in overtime, just to not even give Atlanta a chance to get the ball back, they went straight down the field, scored a touchdown. And Tom Brady, the goat, Bill Belichick, the goat of coaches, and the Patriots. As far as for the first time in a long time, you know, if this was a year for them to face adversity with Brady's suspension and things of that nature. I know Atlanta's slogan is rise up, but the Patriots rose up. Byron, what were your thoughts about the game? Well, at first it looked like the rest of these playoff games looked like it was heading towards Hammer City, D. And we called him, man. We called him. But you know it's not official until I say warm him up because I wasn't going to let you warm him up on Brady. (laughs) But, wow, Atlanta – so many different venues or avenues we can go with this game, but Atlanta, I'm going to call them the Atlanta Seahawks tonight for obvious reasons. Dan Quinn doing a lot of things Seattle-esque. A major collapse. I'm a big Kyle Shanahan fan, big proponent of him. think he's going to do a good job at his next gig in, that, in San Francisco. But getting a little too complacent, only running the ball four times, but the night was won by the New England Patriots, led by Tom Brady. It's you run out of superlatives for this guy, whether you love, hate him, don't respect him. I've been saying he's been the greatest of all time for about two years now. Bill Belichick, best coach as well. And the Tom Brady Revenge Tour comes full circle. I told y'all back in what, August? They were gonna win the Super Bowl, he was gonna look Roger get out in his eye. Surprised he shook his well, hand. Well, actually, did they even get a chance they to do that? Because I know, Roger I know, Roger Goodell gave a trophy to Kraft, and then he got. Oh, he out shook. Of there. They had a they had a brief exchange, they, and, oh, and he shook yeah, his hand. He did. And, he, and Tom Brady shook his hand back. Yeah, yeah he t- he had tapped him, um, and they 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 said a couple brief words exchange. To each other. Yeah, it was actually Tom Brady being a classy individual. He was. His mom was there. First game all year. She's battling cancer. Dad was there. The beautiful Giselle was there. The rest of the family took a nice family photo. Just a great night all around for football fans. I think. 
Sadly for the city of Atlanta, you see how great Julio Jones is. I think I say he's the best receiver on the planet. He only had four catches, but all four were spectacular. 20 yards to 21 <laughs> yards a catch. I mean, Patriots did all you could really do against them. That Atlanta offense is loaded, but as I said before, at the end I thought Matt Ryan would be, well, Matt Ryan and Tom Brady would eventually turn into, I think now in all sports, the greatest clutch player ever over Michael Jordan, over Wayne Gretzky, whoever you may want to put in there. I think Tom Brady's got to be the guy at the top. Dave, uh, all this Brady love is making me sick. But anyway, the Patriots overcame and overlast the Atlanta team that got away from their fundamentals throughout the year of ball control. Got to help that secondary out, man. Secondary got slashed for Atlanta. And after they couldn't get to Brady in the pass rush, it was a long second half in overtime. And you just watch the the flow of the game, and Atlanta just wasn't able to adjust to it, especially when it got within eight points. And Tom Brady has shown he's the greatest of all time, man. It's, it's no denying that. Bill Belichick is the greatest coach. And Robert Kraft might be even a greater owner than Jerry Jones in some aspects. And last but not least. Oh, I've been waiting to hear this. Can we pass the crow over? Can we pass the crow? Oh, oh we, it's a, it's we a whole tray. It's a whole tray pa- of it. Oh, no, we got to no, no. get the doghouse out. We got to do a so lot. My brother. The boiling points. Are G- give him the floor. My, my man. The floor is yours. Carvante Hurt. <laughs> just, we're going we're gonna to get down into the, the nitty-gritty of the game, but right now I'm just getting people's thoughts of the game. And I saved the best for last. <laughs> um, <laughs> say it with your chest, brother. Um... Wow. They just let the Golden State Warriors off the hook. This is the worst collapse I've seen in sports. Even worse than the Cleveland. They let the Indians the, the, and the Warriors off the hook. And wow. the Yankees, too, back in the day. Wow, the 4 team. Yeah. I mean, uh, off the Bruce Hawks. We didn't have to bring that one up. Okay. Off the hook. Just let them completely off the hook. I mean, <laughs> they were killing the first half. Like Byron said, it looked like the uh, the rest of the playoffs, which I'm glad it did turn around. We know that was a ball important to yours before. <laughs> Gosh, man, like this play, this had to be the worst playoffs in in Super Bowl era history, and this was the worst collapse in Super Bowl history. Like how with such a great offense, how do you forget to run the ball? Like they ran the ball four times in the fourth quarter, four. In the first half, they ran the ball. Their first play from scrimmage was 45 yards. Right. Mm. 45. They was killing them in a run game, and they run, run, pass. Gabriel, Sanu, Julio, run the ball. They was The Patriots couldn't do nothing with them. And then th- after the third, like midway through third quarter, shuts down. Everything shuts down. And I don't know what, like, Kyle Shanahan, Quinn, what happened? Like, how do you get away from what got you up by 25 points? Oh, my gosh. And my dog had a great game. I think that was a great. Every catch he had was amazing. 87 yards, four catches. Couldn't do nothing with it. I mean, they was bracking him the whole game. Triple coverage most of the game. That's what I'm saying. Like, high, low, middle. Like, and he still got four great catches for 20, about 20, 20 yards each catch. Best wide receiver on the planet. I, I and I completely agree. Last, last I, night, last abs- night, absolutely. Yeah, I would say yeah, he showed up against Bill Belichick. As, as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, Matt Ryan showed up too. I would say yo for for a half, yeah, for a half he did. But like I said, like I told y'all before, how the Falcons operate, or Matt Ryan in this case, for half, whatever long the season is, for half of it they play awesome, and then the second half they don't. And I mean, you have to now. Now it's hard, it's kind of hard to dispute now. You have to give, like, Tom Brady's the GOAT now. And Bill Belichick def- is the GOAT as well. And you have to put them together. They're, they're definitely linked forever in history. But, man, seven appearances, five championships, and how they topped it off with the 25-point comeback and overtime, which has never happened in, 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 in NFL, I mean, Super Bowl history. It just all. We're, we're going to get into all that. I mean, but, God. So, my, so, that's my dog. Hold on, D. Do it for me. Hey. Yeah, no. That's my dog. To your credit, every time they needed a big play and they needed something, Julio Jones, even though they didn't, he didn't go to him that much. 
He answered every call. Yes, he did. Two feet and ball and bounds everything. So he he gave what he was supposed to give every time. Absolutely. Right. All right. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. did the Falcons choke? Yeah. Yep. Don't oh, hold on, D. Hold on. Pull one. Pull one. You don't need to say the next one, yo. You don't need to say the next one. The Atlanta Warriors. <laughs> 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 so, hands deep. So, 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 no, let me let me add another one. So, so, it's, so it's pretty pretty unanimous that the the, the Falcons. Choked. Now I will say the Patriots did have to do a lot. Yes, a lot had to happen. First of all, I mean, just we watched the game. I'm not going to go into every detail, but to get the two two point conversions, a missed Gostowski extra point. He's one of the best kickers in the game. To go for an onside kick that early in the third quarter and not get it, just the myriad of things. The Laguerre Blanc fumble pay. Tom Brady with a, a rookie-like six. pick six, first ever, to that rookie defense who played well in the first half but I think got a little exposed in the second half for doing the same thing, much like Seattle. That's why I call them the Atlanta Seahawks. But for them to be able to come back, it was up 21-3 to three at half. I thought the game was over, and I'm the biggest I'm the biggest supporter of Tom Brady and Belichick, but I didn't see them coming back. I'm not even going to lie to you. Can I ask a question? Sure, absolutely. What was, what was, more, what was more harder to watch, the curse catch – Falling down on the ground, the sea from the Seahawks in that Super Bowl, or Julian Edelman's catch, because they're kind of sort of similar. Oh, you mean I Curse? He's she's talking about oh, uh, Jerome, yeah, Curse. When Curse that that crazy catch. catch. I say the Julian Edelman was kind of sort of going down too and grabbed it off somebody's leg, and it was kind of crazy. It, it was because it was tight, be, because but, they won, amazing. But I'm I'm a roll with the um, I'm a roll with the Patriots because that catch. It, it, the ball is literally an inch off the ground. I agree. Say, yeah. There's three guys there. Bat it away. I agree. Three guys. But but the problem is the first guy did. But unfortunately, he didn't bat it down. He batted it up, which gave Edelman. Because actually, Tom Brady, that was not a good throw. He he no, was not. And I'm a big Tom Brady. He made some bad throws. He overthrew Edelman a couple times. Hogan was overthrown. He made some bad throws because he was getting. He started tap dancing a yeah, little bit because yeah. they were in his head. Everyone talked about all this offensive lines improved. The offensive line looked worse like they did in Denver last year, and we know what happened with that game. Right. He was tap dancing like Gregory Hines. We know what happened. But he missed some throws. He's human. I'm going to be honest. But when he got that fumble on Matt Ryan, and they showed him on the big screen saying fumble, Psycho T came out. Yep. So, so it, was, it, was it more about – was it more about Atlanta yes. not pa- not running the football in the yes. second half? Yes. Well, well, you know, I thought I thought at the at that the last time that Atlanta had the ball in regulation, I think you don't go from I mean, one he took the sack. That sack was detrimental. And two to have to get all that yards back. I think when they had the opportunity to kick a field goal when they were at fifty three, they should just did it. Absolutely. Because you I mean your kicker's not that bad and for the the kind of for the leg that he has, that's practice for him. You kick that field goal, you get the three points, y'all walk around with the Super Bowl. No, you t- not only take a sack, but then when you get the yardage you need, it, it kind of sort of is insignificant at this point in time. But to my Cal's point, I heard Kyle Shanahan earlier today talking about how they were scared to kick that 40-some-yard field goal. I'm like, Brian has been, what, 9 for 9 from that range all year I'm long? I'm trying to dome. It wasn't like they was outside. Right. Like, but if you run the ball three straight times – you're still going to put yourself in a decent position. And I'm the biggest Kyle Shanahan fan maybe there is. I, he's getting my nostril game ball because I don't know what the hell him and Dan Quinn were thinking. And Dan Quinn against Tom Brady, we heard what Booger McFarlane tweeted, you're going to play cover one or cover two man all game. And then what's that going to allow to do? You saw James White with, what, 14 catches? 110 yards. I, don't get me wrong, Deion Jones is a stud. He's a star in the making. But when you have a cover one or a cover two, Look where you're just base coverage against Tom Brady. That leaves the linebackers one on one against these running backs. That what do they do? Well, catch the football. And you saw it there. Mitchell, the rookie, played well. It's just base offense against a basic defense. And then they wanted to play zone in overtime. That definitely wasn't going to help. Oh lord. Oh my god. But you you know, it's kind of like once they got to a certain point, it's like wow. I think they just won. They they just officially threw it away. It's kind of like when a team is up three one, and it gets to a game seven. It's like that team that just came back has all the momentum. And once it once the game, once they got a two-way conversion, I was like, oh, snap. I think that's it. Like, I think the game is over now. They got and the, the play pick. calling, the guts to do a direct snap oh, on yeah, a two-pointer. Yeah. Guts. And then a screen behind the line to Amendola, even though the Falcons did jump offside, so it would have been a free play. Those play calls, I mean, who else would call those plays in that situation? You're going to put the ball in Tom Brady's hands, but – those were amazing play calls. And one more play, the third and 11 and the shadow down own end zone, 
two incompletions and they almost get to Brady and he makes that pass, wow, those were plays that definitely saved the game. And to get two two-point conversions, I'm still in awe because I don't know how you allow that to happen. Uncle Mo. So, Mr. Mo, that's right. Mm, 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 mm. So Brady and Belichick make history. Boom. The Patriots pull off the largest comeback in Super Bowl history. Mm-hmm. Which leads us to the first overtime Super Bowl ever. It didn't last long. Oh no! Once Did, they got that, do the do <laughs> the o- even overtime? Do the <laughs> right? Do the overtime rules need to change? No. Nope. Nope. I'm not. I'm not. I, I'm not mad. I'm not blaming that on the overtime. Nope. Can't do it. Y'all you play. Have went to overtime. You had a twenty-five point lead. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. I can't. You can't blame that on overtime. Now you lost. You lost. Once they got that last two-point conversion, you lost. <laughs> you lost. Like that's that's just it. And that's it. And that's all. Like you score a touchdown. That's it. And that, and that, the overtime rules been like that forever. Like before they even changed the field goal aspect of it, it was always you score a touchdown. It's over. This is not college. These are right. pros. I, I I'm not I'm not nothing's wrong with the overtime rule. Anybody? Dem- Go ahead, Mikael. No, I'm saying as demanding as the Patriots went down they fi- went down that field, the Falcons didn't deserve to get the ball back. I, and, totally and they made it easy. They, I'm sorry, Barbara. They, they, it looked, it looked so easy. Like once they got in overtime, that completely killed the demoralized the Falcons. Like that's it. They like we got a young defense of it out here. They played good for one half. Well, unfortunately, it was the first half, and it made them, it made them look like rookies. Matthew Slater, he's a Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl kick returner, special teams player, son of a former NFL player. The first beginning of the game, he calls heads. Atlanta wins it, and they defer. I believe they score, what, a touchdown on, like, eight straight games on the opening drives. So you give Tom Brady the ball. So you're essentially bullying the bully, daring him to say, oh, you got to come out and beat us. Granted, it looked good in the first half. Then in overtime, they call heads. Once you see him get that ball, everyone in the stadium knew. Matt Ryan put a hat on, and they were shipping those shirts and hats off to third world countries because it was over. <laughs> There you go. There you go. It was over. There you go. I'm just being honest. There you go. He's like, oh. Once he put the hat on, yeah, that's it. Because he, he saw it, it in his face. It's like, I think this is over. It's over. I think this is over. Oh and But, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. The Patriots definitely did what they had to do to win. But this is a meltdown by the own Falcons. Definitely a meltdown. Mighty melt. Oh, he was ice cold. And I wanted him. I wanted that for him because, you know, there's so much flack he gets for, especially, especially for me because, you know, he's a – half a season type of guy anyway. If, if Matt Ryan wins that Super Bowl, because that's the only thing that's missing of him being in the conversation of considering being one of the best quarterbacks not it, that's playing right now, him getting a chip or him I, looking I – mean, the MVP is not good enough. That, that's all That's all I, I, he's I missing. Think, I think the MVP at least has got It's a him. curse, especially it, the last eight it, of them, right? It, it, the MVP right. is a curse. It's, it's a curse, but I think at the same time, for the legacy of Matt Ryan moving forward, I think that it definitely uh, helps him the fact that he has an MVP. Remember, he was drafted uh, He was drafted first over Joe Flacco. Right. And the fact that Joe Flacco has a Super Bowl, I think this the Super Bowl would have helped him eclipse over Flacco finally. But I think it, you it, saw it, the it, difference it, between the two. Matt yeah. Ryan, he'll be able to get you there. He'll put up the gaudy numbers. But Flacco, when it's winning time... When it, when, when it's he's going to get it done. I, he's not the prettiest. I'm a I'm a huge Flacco fan, but he's not the prettiest. His numbers aren't going to be the guardiest. He doesn't have the weapons, of course, or the offensive coordinators. But when it's winning time, we saw it with Ravens in forty what football forty forty yeah against forty nine four years we, ago. We, we, I mean, we saw it. His they his were about to blow year. that game. He did what he had to do to make sure they won. Matt Ryan played well. He's an MVP. I think he'll probably be MVP again one day. I'm, I'm yeah, sure. I'm, I'm, he'll probably get with him one. and Julio. It's just crazy, but you know we'll see. But he definitely would like to see a chip. I still think he's one of the best. He's in that five to seven range. So, Byron, sticking with that, will the Falcons make it back to the Super Bowl? Well, we all know about the Super Bowl hangover curse. We saw it with Carolina. And Denver. And Denver, you're right. <laughs> and both, both, both participants. Exactly. You see it every year. The NFC South every year is a different winner. Yeah. Just about. And the mm-hmm. NFC side is tough. So NFC is always a crapshoot. I mean. Always. It's always at least one or two surprise teams. This year it was the Falcons because I did not expect the Falcons to make it this far. Now, the thing they do have going from the defense is young. They're only going to get better. Deion Jones, like I said, is a star of the corners. I think they need another corner, maybe a veteran. But on the other side of the ball, we got the best receiver in the world. The running backs are still going to be there. Offensive line is improved. 
you have to think right now on paper that still would be a contender, I would say. I, I would say they do go back to the playoffs. It's so hard to make it back to Super Bowl, man. I tell you, it's a whole different monster right there. But losing Kyle Shanahan will that, be I was going to say, who will be the offensive coordinator now? I, I'm hearing, I'm, I hope this isn't true. I'm hearing rumors. I'm hearing Chip Kelly. Uh, oh, boy. Oh, boy. And yeah, I, that's, that's what I'm hearing. That's what I'm hearing. I'm hoping that doesn't happen because oh, God. Chip Kelly's offense is not pro NFL friendly to the defense at all. You know what I'm saying? So I hope that doesn't happen because Matt Ryan, no. No, I, well, I, I don't, well, Chip I don't like Kelly it. as an offensive coordinator, I would rather see that than him as a head coach. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But I, I, I'm just, I just don't want to see that happen. Not to this team. Next thing you know, who be who who? Next thing you know, that Atlanta won't have the same team that they had last year because he's in there telling people to get traded. <laughs> Trey Julio oh, no, Jones. No, no, we'll, we'll see. If he's an offensive coordinator, he don't got no say so in that. <laughs> as long as he's an offensive coordinator, he don't have no say so. So, yeah. Right now, though, they look like a team that has a nice foundation. Yeah, 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 it's really good. And like you said, the defense is really young. Even that Jones, he made a lot of plays. Star. A lot of plays. Like he's gonna be a young bona fide star in the, in the next couple of years. And even their defensive lineman, big boy, was it number ninety? Jared. Jared I, I think was so. with the three sacks. Man, yeah. he kept Dwight he was, Freeney even had a sack. Yeah. Yeah. Old get, man Dwight. That spin move is still deadly. That spin move is deadly. Watching, <laughs> watching the game with Cravante, I was like, I didn't even know this brother was still in the league. Right, like, right, right. On. They got some I, pack, I, I, Vic Beasley. He played, so, went, you know, with pedigree. Went to, went to Clemson. He's, they got some stars. Now, now we, we've talked a lot about the New England Patriots. I mean, um, the Atlanta what Falcons. What else is there to talk about? We talked about the Atlanta Falcons, but the New England Patriots. Will they make it back to the Super Bowl? Yes. Hell yes. 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 Hell yes. They, you, can, you can book it now. What's the day? It's February 6, 2017 at 10 o'clock. They will be back. A day after the Super Bowl, they will be back. Granted, I have the Patriots the past five years probably. Now, how many more do, do they win? Probably two. I mean, well, at least two more. Probably two more appearances. Brady, Brady will be 40. It'll be fun to see. All right, Mikhail, it's crazy what because you were looking in Tom Brady's eyes, and granted, he was frustrated, but you never saw a defeat in his eyes. He was, never. It, look, it looked like it looked like he was frustrated. Like, what can I do? What can I do? I gotta get it. I gotta get it. But he never looked like this is over. And, yeah. and, and interesting thing enough, enough, um, Quinn, it's not like he got caught up in a situation like Pete Carroll where he was trying to out coach. I don't even think it was I that. Was I think outlawed. I think his defense really overachieved. They got that gassed. Yeah, they, ninety six plays. They was I forgot about that. Ninety six plays against they, anybody, and I think we saw that against Alabama. Clemson at Clemson had almost hundred plays. Mm-hmm. That Alabama defense is great. First round was all around. You get tired. Your conditioning wears down eventually. I don't care who you are, I, and, and, and no matter how well conditioned you are, exactly. if you hit that that key number of plays, especially it's doing be cover late. one or two man all day, and that day. means your defense are your DBs, man. your DBs man. are gonna be tired. Man against those receivers. Yeah. Definitely. When you play man, you obviously you exert more energy, and that's in basketball and football. When you play man. No, and 90, only rushing four, and then not getting pressure in the second half is gonna be a long because they day. they were scared. Like Dan, scared that you can't can't blitz Tom. All right. So, I, I I gotta ask now. Oh gosh, he gonna ask another obvious question. We go to Byron. <laughs> Does this make Tom Brady the greatest quarterback of all time, passing Joe Montana with five Super Bowls over four? Yes. Yes, yes. I've been saying it for about two years. I've taken a lot of flack, and people looked at me funny. He's the greatest quarterback. I mean, the numbers speak for himself. The playoff wins speak for itself. The Super Bowl record of yards, almost 500 yards, folks. Yeah. He yeah. played well. I, I think that with this cast of receivers, I mean, people forget Joe Montana had Jerry Rice, greatest receiver ever. I mean, well, well, well I'll wait to my I'll wait. To you my know, turn. I just, I just look turn. at it. You know, Tom Brady doesn't have the best receivers. I think he does a lot with less. But having that stability with coach helps. But he's the best quarterback ever. He's the clutchest player in any sport ever over Michael Jordan or anybody, in my opinion. Just looking at what he's able to do consistently in the big games, it's just amazing. And he's too lucky Eli Manning passed away from being 7-for-7. Seven seven, but five Super Bowls, I mean, with a chance to at least get one more, this is amazing. I mean, it's, you got to love what he's doing at his age, too. 
Just got to love. He might get the ten Super Bowls. (laughs) He might get the ten appearances. So wait a minute. Now you said. Now you you alluded to Tom Brady and, and Michael Jordan, but. Ooh, can can I please say can I please say my piece before we get into that? Go, go ahead, please. Uh, uh, well, I it's hard to take about because specifically because of how this game played out. You want to talk about it's it's something about and I hate talking to them and talking about them in this way because I really don't like the organization as a whole. But when you have a winning culture, it's never it's literally never over. And when you have Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, you are never out of it and he did everything he had to do to come back in overtime a lot a lot of first happened in this one this first time somebody being in seven seven Super Bowls first time going into overtime the biggest you know what I'm saying comeback ever and all that to get number five all means so just so so much more and you know John Montana he had two he had two rings before Jerry Rice came yeah. I, I, I do want to throw that out there. Like, he didn't have the greatest receivers either in those first two Super Bowls. And the defense wasn't top wasn't top notch either. But you know Joe Montana led those teams. But Tom Brady led his team. So it's kind of like I can, I, I can say that he is the GOAT. But it, it, I, I don't like the asterisk that you got to put next to Tom Brady. It's not his fault. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, not all of it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's still that's the awful debate, but it's not all of it. But it's hard to not say he's the goat right now because with with that fifth championship. Hey, I must say, you know, we all like watching cartoons every once in a while, and one show that consistently gets real realistic life right is The Simpsons. They told us Trump was gonna win, and they told us Bill Belichick was gonna. <laughs> You, you ain't lying. Go ahead, Mikael. Go ahead. Keep going. You are, you on it. You just The Simpsons have been doing this for a while. They even talked about the halftime show last night, too. So. <laughs> I mean, The Simpsons are just on point with what's going on in real life. It's a cartoon. They are in tune. No, no. I think it's, they, some, it's, it's something, man, back there. I'm, I'm not going to get into They them. in tune. I'm not going to get they into They in tune. I'm not even going to say in Illumi- tune. Illuminati, nothing. They in tune. Please, please, please don't. don't. But they are in tune. There's something going on. We need but, to talk to their riders. They're not Morgan grads, right? I'm <laughs> not, that, not that we know of. But okay. when we talk about Tom Brady, is he more clutch than Michael Jordan? Oh, come on. I mean, we got to ask those type of questions. I mean, I'm not, I'm not mad at you for asking that question because especially after this game, like, gosh. Michael Jordan? I don't think so. Um, he's a hell. Of, he's he's the clutchest quarterback. I I give you the clutchest quarterback ever. But if we if we jump into different sports, I can't. I Michael Jordan might have been the clutch, the best, the most clutch player Why? I've seen, now, and I got a chance to witness. Now we talk about Brady <clears throat> in the NFL. We talk about LeBron James in the NBA. Why is it that we're okay with passing with, with Tom Brady passing Joe Montana as the greatest quarterback despite his two losses? But we won't say LeBron James is greater than Jordan. Because LeBron, even ran. though even though LeBron James has seven straight Finals appearances, he ran. and it's about to it's about to be eight. He ran, he ran away, and came but, back. But getting <laughs> to the Finals, I mean, but getting to the making Finals appearances isn't the same as accumulating them. I mean, Tom Brady is making them, making it to the Super Bowl, but he's also every. I mean, he doesn't go so often where he's not winning one. And LeBron, it's it, he's still got to accumulate for some to respect him. Last year is, isn't enough. Tom Tom Brady never lobbied for anybody to come to the Patriots. He never needed help. Whatever you gave him, he made the absolute most out of it. And he still, even in even if he didn't make the Super Bowl, he was probably in the, in the AFC Championship. Like he never needed. He never called up no wide receivers. He didn't call up Randy Moss. They just made that happen, and they didn't even win. When he had the best. Oh, that was the perfect team. And, and, and that was the perfect team. And they lost. And Tom Brady just proven that I don't need a lot to get it done. Like, he never had to lobby. He didn't have to leave and come back. He never had to lobby to get any top-notch offensive linemen, running backs, wh- whoever. It doesn't matter. I just need a, I just need 10 other people that know what they're doing. And I, and, and I got the rest. Look at it now. 
in the news now what's going on in, in, in Cleveland. I need a playmaker. How do you need a playmaker when you're already the playmaker? He's looking Preach. for somebody else to add to this team. I'm, <laughs> you still looking for people? Like, come need, on, bro. Well, well. Come on, oh gosh, I'm not gonna get into that. A little teaser, y'all. We are gonna actually get into LeBron James, uh, Charles Barkley in the in the second half. <laughs> but uh, I just wanna I wanna say just two more things about football before we conclude this segment. Now, does Joe Montana need to say that Brady is the greatest, similar to in wrestling when Ric Flair said that John Cena is oh the gosh, greatest oh after gosh. tying his. 16 championship record. Uh, Joe Montana don't got to say nothing. You don't want to? I'm going to say, no, no. Because people going to feel how they're going to feel regardless. <laughs> if we, if we, we didn't need Matty Johnson to, to say that Kobe was, what did he say, the, he's the greatest, greatest Laker? Laker. I, we didn't need him to say that. Even though I, I still don't think Kobe is the greatest Laker. But, you know, he, he said that He said that out of his mouth. All time. You know, he's, not. All time. He's, not. he's not. But he's not. I agree with Gavante. He's not. He's not, yeah. He's probably it's third. Still magic. He's probably fourth. Still magic. Kobe might be fourth. Mikel, what do you think? I think I agree with what most of the guys are saying. Like you, you can't. I don't think you can make that kind of statement. Okay. I mean, I mean, if he goes out, if he goes out his way and said it, cool. But I don't think you're not going to change any of the naysayers. I think great stars just know. I mean, what's the difference? I mean, look at Michael Jordan's statements. I mean, or Larry Bird's statements for that matter. If you want to win, play with Kobe. If you want to have a, if you want to have fun, play with LeBron. To what degree? To degree? What do those comments mean? I mean, they're comments from the greats, but the greats are sitting. You guys are still saying, I mean, playing. So, um, and Byron. Well, I was just gonna say real quick. I think a lot of times we become prisoners of the moment, but just looking at Tom Brady's body of work, being a sixth round pick, pick one ninety nine, that combine tape, which is horrible, God and awful. just God watching what he's done over the years, improving his game, being tough, physical, taking a lot of hits, and not complaining about it. Not having the greatest talent around him. But, hey, I just think looking at his body of work, it's about the eye test. We say it all the time, Cravante. Mm-hmm. You just look at what's in front of you. You got to validate it. And I still would have thought he was the greatest even if he would have lost this. But you don't want to lose three. But now with five the most all time, other than what Bart Starr with five NFL championships. But Right, of course. He'll have a chance to get another one. But, right. and, and, you know, um, I will gladly – say that Tom Brady is the GOAT over Montana before I ever say LeBron is the GOAT over Michael Jordan. Amen. I will gladly say Tom Brady's the GOAT. LeBron, he will never be over Mike. Okay. Well, one last subject for the NFL. The Hall of Fame class of 2017. Yeah, boy. These fools. <laughs> no, no, no. They was right outside of uh, Terrell Davis. What? All right. All right. Oh, come on, D. That's right. I mean – Look, all right, so let me let me. So, <laughs> L- L- Cabrata, so Cabrata, you uh, you mind reading the list? For sure. Um, we have uh, Morton Anderson, mm-hmm. kicker. Check. Okay. Uh, we have we got <laughs> TD Terrell Davis. Boo. Uh, Hall of very I good. Think, I think. Uh, <laughs> we'll see what Terrell. Right, well, no, let me just read the names and we'll get back to it. <laughs> um, Kenny Easley, safety. And I don't agree with this one at all. Jerry Jones. Jack, I, I don't mind him. Being. I, don't. I don't care for it. Uh, Jason Taylor, I, I, I like it. I like it. I, I like it. it not, First not, ballot. Thank you. That that's my. But go ahead. That's just my discrepancy. Ladena Thompson. Check. Absolutely. You, I'll give you, you a check. I give you a check. You, you I'll give you a check. <laughs> and last, and last but not least. Kurt Warner. Yeah. Oh, double that's check, baby. Yeah. Mr. Kurt, yeah. greatest on turf, baby. That's two. That's two checks right yeah. there. Might be so, true. Terrell Owens again gets snubbed. Say it again, Drake. AKA Team Obliterator. He gets so, robbed. He gonna get snubbed so, again. I'm newsflash. Right. He's gonna get snubbed again. Do, so, what are there any issues with this class? It's a couple. It's a couple question marks. Um, Jason Taylor was really dominant at the beginning of his year. But his fall off was really like when he, he was with the Redskins for a little bit, and I'm like, he's definitely not. He's a shell of himself. I just wish he would have retired a little bit earlier, and, it, and this could be more of a more of a pressing, more of a like, ah, all right, you 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 got it. Right. I like Terrell Davis. I'm saying I think he was an intricate part in the Broncos winning those two Super Bowls. 
Um, anybody, anybody else got any uh, um, any other issues? And and I, I'm I'm kind of shaky on kickers. I don't know how but they do. More than well, he played forever. He played for like played 50, 50 years. So he played 50 years. So he played longer than D was alive. You know, he just hey, for a long time. Hey, hey. Oh yeah. Nice to, nice to see Jason Taylor. I I, I do like it. I, I do like it. Um, but damn, they giving they giving the boy throw. He might he might as well take the the Michael Jordan face and just keep it on his head and keep it on there. Well 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 well, well Mikhail, actually, um, I'm glad that you you brought That's up. T- face uh, is a I'm glad that you brought up Tio. Um, Tio doesn't get in again. Uh, he's gonna but get snubbed again. D, D. Oh, let me let me cry why, for Tio. Why why are you okay? <laughs> but the rest of the panel. Is completely up in arms about Terrell Owens not getting on. Not only is he not a first ballot Hall of Famer, but he doesn't even get on, and he may not get on for years to come. But you seem to be okay with this. Well, well, he got down to the ten. He was down to the ten. I'm a Hall of Famer. Why? Why? Because I'm a quarterback. I'm a Hall Hall of Famer. (laughs) Why? Let me tell you why. Because his personal stuff and all his team obliterating end up ending up going on the field. And he deserves. I ain't gonna say to be punished, but he deserves to wait a little bit. No, but he does. But the thing is, I hate when we make these arguments about incidences off the field. Look, look at as that opposed his to his as opposed to his production look at on that, the field. His career. If you look at the man's now career, he, he, he came back from an injury, played in the Super Bowl, and balled out, and That's he nice. would have been another wide receiver who would have gotten MVP in that Super Bowl. And he was in an era where he, his his predecessor in, in in that in that era was Randy Moss. Randy Moss, we all know, is going to be no doubt a first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, I, I hope. I, and they don't, and they, listen, man. The thing about the Hall of Fame, the Hall of Fame committee, they snub wide receivers. I don't they, don't they, know why. They, they do. It's something against them. Like but, they let two running backs in. But, but I but I but I think the thing that helps Randy Moss is the fact that since he's been on Fox and ESPN, he's in the media now. A lot of people have taken a, a huge liking to Randy Moss. I mean, Mikel, what are your thoughts? Mikel? Oh, Byron, what are your thoughts real quick before we go to Mikel? Well, I'm just – I don't understand how someone in any sport, if you're top two or three in touchdowns, Receiving yards, how you're not a first ballot Hall of Famer. LaDainian Thomason and Kurt Warner, I completely agree with being first ballot. Kurt Warner, greatest show on turf, what he was able to do later in his career with the Cardinals, take them to the Super Bowl. LaDainian Thomason, for 10 years, he changed the game of football at the running back position. Jason Taylor, is he a Hall of Famer eventually? Yes. But is he a first ballot? No. Morton Anderson. Well, well, is he. Well, so how how did the years work? It's five years, right? After you retire. I think it's Kurt Warner's second try. He think, he he retired he in 2011 though, so so would that still be considered first ballot? Or is this I, I, was this his second go around? Because when when, when is Ray Lewis getting to the Hall of Fame? That's next, next year. year. Next year, Ray Lewis is definitely getting. Ray Lewis, in. Brian Urlacher, and Randy Moss all up together. Brian Urlacher. Okay. Brian okay. Well, we'll go ahead. Brian, Brian, Brian Urlacher. Terrell Davis. The body work was small, but it was it was good. But I just think T.O. has to find a way to get. And somehow, me personally, I would take out. Okay, I give you Terrell Davis. He was very intricate of that John L.A. Mike Shanahan coach team, two Super Bowls back to back, but and MVP in one of them. Jason Taylor, like you said, it was a short sample size. His teams never really won. I don't really know the Dolphins to go that far, and then he was a shell of himself after. I think Teal has to get in, but it's it's tough. It's real tough because now Teal's looking at at least another two years before he can get in. I'm, I'm back. To. I'm sorry. I put the put everything on mute for a minute. Sorry. Anywho, um, let's look at the bigger picture when it comes to T.O. It's not his body of work. Let's be real. The man had a whole how you how you don't get into the Hall of Fame but still get a Super Bowl commercial because you had because you had great um um entertainment. I mean let's face it, T.O. is the reason why you can't celebrate an end zone no more. I mean his impact, everything about Terrell Ter- Owens the man was on one ankle bleeding in in, in, in that game uh, in Philadelphia. He played a heck of a game. The bigger picture with Terrell Owens is that he's not the model citizen of the NFL. There you go. There Terrell you go. Owens is not the man that has perfectly been the perfect teammate. He is not the man that has 
I mean, besides that whole, that's my quarterback thing. Who who knew he loved Tony Romo so much? But anyways, beside, he hasn't been a model uh, a teammate. He has been very selfish. He has not shown that he's gone into locker room, locker room after locker room. And when things have not gone his way, he's cried and complained. And the issue has always been T.O., whether he was in the right or whether he's in the wrong. They don't like his attitude, and that by far they don't like his personality. Because to be honest, even after he was let go for a couple of years, he still had some goal. You, uh, some of these teams could have still used a guy like Terrell Owens. And you talk about him and Ocho Cinco pairing up for these reality shows. Terrell Owens is not the guy that when it's time to be an ambassador for the NFL and you're supposed to be the face of the NFL and show the world what an NFL player is supposed to be, he is not that guy. All right. The Hall of Fame criteria is not about shit on the field. It's about what you did on the and field. And that's right. what I don't like. When it comes down to these committees that vote into their respective Hall of Fames, they take it. I feel like they take it personal they, when those guys like well, go against the go up against the media. Well, they we, take we, it well, personal. Well, we well remember we did have Rob Parker and he explained the the voting process. Um, you know, and it, it applies the same process applies from baseball to the NFL. Um, the NBA is kind of a little more um, open, but um, that's where we're going to leave it at, y'all, because we want to jump into the NBA. So on the other side of this segment, we'll discuss LeBron James versus Charles Barkley. But don't forget to go to uh, Twitter and answer our poll. Is this the greatest Super Bowl of all time? This is the Flex Zone. Stay tuned. We're back, the flex zone. In the first segment, we had talked about Super Bowl 51. But now we got to get into what may be the the other most controversial news of the week. Charles Barkley. This is what it's come to. This is what it's come to. <laughs> versus LeBron James. Now, we're, we're not going to read the, uh, the quote. Heavens no. Um, Heavens no. Heavens no. Um, <laughs> Cut us off so fast. <laughs> But I do want to ask the panel, whose side are you on? Because they both said their pieces over the over the week. LeBron's or Barkley's? Neither. Karanta, you say neither. Neither. D, I'm not even going to go to you because I already know what you're going to say. You're going to say anybody but LeBron. That's right. That's right. But I want to go to Byron. Sure. Byron, what what are your feelings on on this this beef? We all have wants and needs, but I'm LeBron James, six eight two fifty. I was in the finals. How many years in a row, guys? How many? How many? Six years? seven. Oh, six seven. About to be eight. Probably most of my adult life. So <laughs> he's been in the finals, been the East, watered down conference. He's had Kyrie Irving the past few years. Oh, that's right. I need another player when I come back to Cleveland. Let me go get a. Double-double in Minnesota. He ain't winning nothing. Come on, Kevin Love. Oh, come on. Tristan Thompson, come on. You're going to be the best offensive rebound in the league. You know what? I don't want my coach no more. Give me Tyron Lee. He never coached before. Give me him, too. You know what? I need more. Come on. Give me J.R. Smith and Amon Sharp before a box of Girl Scout cookies. Give me them, too, from New York. Give me them. Oh, then also, we got Nuffy Delver Dover last year. We got all these players. Kyle Corver this year. We're going to go down to Atlanta. We gonna, not only we going the Falcons are going to choke, we're going to give them Kyle Corver, one of the best shooters in the league. And I'm not done yet. I want more. <laughs> I need more. Feed me more, right? He needs a playmaker. But last time I checked, LeBron might be, if he wanted to, he could be the best point guard in the league. Sure can. Right? No doubt. I mean, he's sure a pretty can. good passer. Sure can. He'll probably go down when he's done, top five rebounds, points, and assists. Probably if not one. So <laughs> he wants more. I I don't like the way he came at Charles Barkley because he made it personal. It was out of line. He kicked. Bringing up stuff from people's past. We all have past. We're not, you know, perfect, but can't throw some of those who live in a glass house. LeBron has his shortcomings. The way he left Miami, excuse me, Cleveland wasn't the best. It came across as selfish to some. So I definitely stand with Charles because he is hilarious, must-see TV, and the way he responded was just great, if you haven't seen it. And I think that we're making a much ado about it, you know, like, like Charles Barkley said. He's not going to get personal. I think that's one thing we try not to do, but LeBron has to get tougher skin than saying he has no rivals. And LeBron just says things sometimes that I, he's a smart guy and he's done a great job with his business team and being able to 
be so prosperous at it, a billion-dollar contract with Nike, but sometimes you got to use common sense. But common sense isn't so common. But LeBron knows he'll be back in the finals this year. And he took a team with Eric Snow and Sasha Pavlovich, Zajernis Elgowskis to the finals. I'm just saying, LeBron, if he wants to, he can put up 48. He can do it himself. It's just the fact of he's looking at Golden State, and he's a little afraid. I agree. I, I'm, I'm, oh, go ahead. I'll take that. Which way are you going with this? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead well, Mikael. Whose who side are you on? Honestly, I see where LeBron's coming from. I mean, the most scrutinized man in America, at some point, you can't be. No, you don't want to be the most scrutinized man in the NBA, and you don't want to be that in America. I mean, and to a degree, it's it's kind of sort of hitting him hard. He hasn't faced criticism very well throughout his whole career, really. And But at the same time, Charles Barkley is, is kind of sort of right. I mean, his points are basketball points. And, and, and let's be real, he said nothing to the degree that we don't already know about LeBron, that he whines. Exactly. I guess LeBron doesn't know that he personally whines or he didn't write the, the, the statement that he whines. But – Charles Barkley's voice at this point in time is one of the most influential in sports when you talk about broadcasting and his type of appeal and the cutthroat rawness of what he says. I mean, some people can't take that lightly. I don't get how LeBron can come out with the statements that he makes, but they question they question um oh, tip of my tongue, what's his name? <laughs> Dwight Howard. They questioned Dwight Howard on TV, on TNT. He had to sit there and answer every one of their questions about his inability to be a big man. And he kind of took it with more poise. He didn't come out with no big statements about Charles Barkley's past and his inability to be a model citizen in the NBA. He answered Charles's questions and kind of sort of spoke up for himself. So I, 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 don't, I think LeBron took it a little bit personal. I think Charles Barkley come, sometimes pushes the buttons too much, but that's what his job is in the media. And, and to some degree, I mean, LeBron, if you're not a whiner, then what are you going and looking out, looking for what you're looking for now? I mean, you have no playmakers. You need a playmaker. But yet you, you, when you file out, you got your boys that's taking control of it. Is that, isn't that what Kyrie Love was supposed to I mean, Kyrie Irving was supposed to be to take off his back to you? I just... I just really don't understand some things with LeBron. And then you had the ability to shut the world up after last year. It's, I don't get how every time you say something about LeBron, you're hating on him. I don't like that he's either. I don't like it either. He's what? not immune to any type of criticism like anyone else is. It doesn't – the greatest of stars take criticism and they roll with it. Kobe wanted it. Kobe warranted it. Michael accepted it. Well, well and, and it, Kobe also cussed his teammates out, though, too, if, he if anything was ever. <laughs> I say, what you think Mike did? I, I know he did, but but I think I think it was actually I think it, it got to a point where it was kind of funny when Kobe. Oh yeah, with Cardinal Tissue when they oh that was hilarious, man. Not, not only that, I mean you're, you're talking about a guy who came into the locker room with a newspaper and got in Shaq's face, Rick Fox, Derek Fisher, like Kobe was but just the, that. But dude. the ability to do that and to know that these guys are are are, are supposed to be your veterans, supposed to be you're supposed you're the predecessor of these guys. That's how important winning is. To, 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 to a guy like that. And, I mean, let's be real. Like, you, he, he took so much criticism for all that he did of, of pushing Shaq out. But give or take a couple of trades, he got back on top and he proved that he could win without Shaq being there. And he got for another one without him. So, to some degree, LeBron has to learn how to take criticism but take it in a way where he just proved it. Last year, he proved it. I don't get, I don't get where talking about Charles Barkley's skeleton helps the basketball situation of the point. Truth of the matter is, you're still a whiner. Anytime you can't get your way, you jump ship. Everybody was afraid last year, even though you got your way, that you was going to jump ship. I think where it hurt LeBron was when he said he doesn't want to compete. And when you're an athlete and you say words like compete, or give you up, qu- you question, or quit. A, a, yeah, or you, you any type of form where you question. My my level of play, my passion for the game, my heart, my desire. I think that's where it, athletes start taking it personally. But um, because when you yeah. saw when you saw Barkley's response, you saw that Shaq started like really getting his feelings about it. Because I don't know if it was it's because Shaq is a teammate was a former teammate of LeBron's, but Shaq was on the on the LeBron side, and to be honest, I'm on LeBron's side too. 
I don't. I don't. Of course I'd you figures. are. I I don't think that. But hear me out though. I don't think that. Look, I think LeBron was wrong for taking it personal to Barkley. I wish he would have kept it on the professional level and questioned some things about Barkley's career, basketball wise. But when you start taking personal shots at people, it can be a little iffy because. Barkley could have taken a lot of questionable, uh, a lot of personal shots at LeBron too, like like Byron said um, about living in a glass house. But, but, but I you, think that I think that the, I think LeBron just had enough, and you see you see a guy who's who's really frustrated. He understands that this is it's crucial for them to win another championship, and people saying that this Golden State team isn't the same Golden State team as last year. But you could make the argument that they got better for the simple fact that they have Kevin Durant. LeBron doesn't have a Kevin Durant on his team. So yeah, I mean, I mean, it's not. I mean, he only has Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love. I'm just. No, I mean, no, no. I'm not saying that he Tristan, doesn't. Tristan I'm, not saying he, I'm not saying he doesn't have a good team. But I'm saying that I'm saying that they made they made a significant upgrade. You got the second best player in the world on your team. I think. All right, let, let, let's come back. Let's come yeah. back to what the topic is. Uh, I did say neither, but I'm 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 I need to take my own advice and not take this personal because I'm gonna put my personal feelings about how how about how I feel about Charles Barkley. I think a lot of y'all know how I feel. I'm not gonna repeat how I feel personally, but LeBron was in the wrong. LeBron was just wrong, wrong, wrong. Like he take he took shots. It it was a, he was spraying like he wouldn't stop. And you know what I'm saying? I'm like it everything that Charles Barkley. You you know all right. You know when you're in an argument. And you know you you're you're basically winning the argument, and the other person gets low blows, starts low blowing. That's what happened in this in this case. Charles Barkley hit the nail on the head, and LeBron knows it, so he started hitting below the belt, and that's what it was. And Charles Barkley was honestly in a lose lose situation because he does work for the media. He can't fire back. He can't get back personal with LeBron. This is you have to stay within your realm of work of your job. You know what I'm saying? So you know, it was, it was lose lose for Charles. So I, I'm if I had to choose, I will be on Charles Barkley's side, which is not going to happen too often. I will tell you, but <laughs> <laughs> but LeBron was all the way in the in the wrong. Now I get it; he's frustrated with all that was going on. But you, he dropped a lot of f bombs, guys. Like yeah. in, in the past two months, like he dropped a lot of f bombs yeah, for like, and the f bombs were not weren't didn't, weren't needed. And we, we, we don't see we, – we haven't seen this side of LeBron, so maybe it does have a lot to do with the let's, fact that he's, he's becoming He's becoming unraveled, guys. Let's, hey, guys, let's, 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 let's not look at the obvious, okay? And which is the obvious is that, you know, if the Golden State Warriors are playing like this now, despite Draymond Green and Kevin Durant going at each other's throats during the game one, a couple of nights ago, I think that's bound to happen. I like it. I like it. Out. You got to enjoy that. But they're, they're, if they're playing like this now and things are going well – after the all-star break where it really starts to matter, they're only going to get better. So at some point, they're going to steamroll and start to look like they're untouchable. Okay, that's the obvious. LeBron's getting a little scared looking at them. The other thing that not a lot of people aren't paying attention to, and I think this is where this whole playmaker thing comes into play, he's saying that he needs all these extra people that he supposedly already had, is supposed to have, is the fact that LeBron's saying to the Cleveland Cavaliers, I put my body out on the line one final. I mean, let's be real. He did, he couldn't he he damn near couldn't get let the water go down his esophagus in that first <laughs> final against yeah. Golden State. I, I can't help but laugh. So when he you had say to play that. every he had to play every minute, every second, every hour, every part of that game he had to be in. The second final, luckily Kyrie Kyrie Irving and Love was there, but at the same time he still had to put a lot of his body out on the line. LeBron is saying. I don't know how much more I can give, and I'm looking at my legacy, and I'm looking at my career, and if I'm going to continue to be able to produce, I'm going to need somebody to the degree that they have somebody over there in the West. So I can't do it by myself so, anymore. So is LeBron right? Because, I mean, he has played a lot of minutes over these over their losing streak. In January, they went 7-8, and eight, and LeBron was playing 40-plus minutes in a lot of those losses. But if he doesn't have Kyrie Irving, they're not champions right now. He has another dog. You know what I mean? They have the highest luxury but, tax ever. Yeah, but right. I, I think I think yeah. he, I think he feels like that because he's wasting a lot of energy in meaningless regular season games when he could be expounding that energy for the playoffs and for the finals. But in the playoffs, there's no back to backs. They play one game on Monday. They don't play another game until next Sunday. Right. I mean, <laughs> it's like a week in between. 
And if I was Kyrie Irving, I would feel disrespected. What you mean you need a playmaker? No, 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 no. He, LeBron, no, wait a minute. Let's not, let's not misquote the man. Oh, we, uh, not no, him. no, LeBron said, LeBron said in one statement, he said, is him, love, and Kyrie. They're top heavy. He said they're top so, heavy. Yeah. So he wasn't disrespecting those guys. He was disrespecting his, his role players. Then he was saying that he needs a backup point guard. Now, see. Say, you only can play with five people in the court at one time. Now, now, now see, so. listen. Now, see, listen. You <laughs> have to. You have. You can't say certain things. These are still grown men you're playing with. Despite their play level is not on his level, he slapped like he slapped about eight players in his face in the face basically with this statement. And that's how you split a locker room. And these players are not going to will, be willing to go all the way for LeBron because like what you look what you just said to a- about a- us. Ask the Chicago Bulls how that's going. Now, hey, you, mean yeah. you mean the minions over there? Anyways, look at the Cleveland Cavaliers. You got, okay, so AARP re-signed Richard Jefferson because let's be real, if, if he didn't win that championship that last year, he should have retired. LeBron should have told him, you got your ring. It's been a long time coming Goodbye. to the net. You got to go because you're holding up our cap space. Iman Shepard just got his ankles literally broken. He broke his, he, he hurt his ankle today. Granted, Bradley Bill also hit a great shot that made him stumble back. But at the same time, he's about to be out for for uh, for an amount of time which you don't need. But Iman Shepard has not contributed significantly in such a long time. I know another man's trash is another man's treasure. But J.R. Smith and Iman Shepard coming to Cleveland anymore isn't the big deal. They both should be gone. Iman Shepard has a too big of a contract. And then you gave Tristan Thompson all that money. Like I said, you, you only can play no with five pe- five people on the court. People, the same elementary school, everybody on the court at the same I time. Say, nah, somebody, like if you get someone else, someone else gonna be slighted. Well, I'm actually glad you said somebody else, Byron, because oh, there's rumors, which means it's not gonna work. that Carmelo Anthony could possibly be going to the Cleveland Cavaliers. There was a time when they denied it, but now they're saying that it may actually because happen. you know why LeBron's the GM, coach, commissioner, and director, owner. player, personnel, and owner, co-owner. I need my boy. Will, how do you get Carmelo Anthony over there? How you got get a guy that loves to play isolation? I'm just saying, like you basically telling Melo to come here and he's gonna be the third option. He's gonna he's gonna take Kevin Love's space basically. But so is this a good fit? Mellow It's a terrible fit Heavens because no. this team already can't play defense enough. Now they're going to be giving up 115 points a game. And, and Mellow is leaving his prime. <laughs> I'm just saying, um, you're not about to get a 40-point game out of Mellow nowadays, man. At least Kevin Love will go on the rebound, man. I can say, and Ke- Kevin Love, yeah, Kevin Love is still a double-double machine, and which is what you need from your third option. You don't need somebody like – because he, he's going to have to defer to Kyrie. Like, Kyrie is, proven, is a proven champion and a proven clutch. He Melo's not going to overtake him, and he's for a goddamn sure not going to overtake LeBron. So, he basically, you're not going to convince Carmelo Anthony to come to Cleveland and be the number three option. He, 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 and then the next thing you're going to tell him, he got to come off the bench. <laughs> like, come on now. It's not going to happen. Well, I mean, the we got a couple days for the, the trade deadline to happen. If that uh, happens, we'll, give the Warriors the chip now. So we'll see what happens. And usually, play usually the the uh, play of the NBA actually increases after the All Star game, which is coming up. It's crunch time. So I mean, we'll we'll see. It's a lot to get into with the NBA. It's a lot. The NFL is concluded, but the NBA is just about to start back Damn. up. Five. We got about six more months till we hit. Some and more we have play some type on of football. Saturdays now. Yes. How about that? I guess the NBA could do whatever they want now. They take over Super Bowl. The biggest event ever is over, so it's all NBA now. NBA and college basketball. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that, coming up on March that, Madness, too, so it's a lot of sports to get on. into. Uh, but we're, we're going to close it out. Go to our Twitter and answer the question, where should Carmelo Anthony get traded? The Clippers, the Celtics, the oh. Cavs, or the Thunder? The Clippers to be even more mediocre. I'm, 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 oh, I'm just saying. You talking about oh, overrated? He, he might as well go overrated. Cause go, 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 go over there, man. Actually, I kind of hoping he does go to the Clippers. If, if, if he's going to get traded, so the brothers could lose together. <laughs> him and Chris Paul lose together. Yeah, yeah, lose together. Right. What <laughs> is that? We, we ride together. We die, die together. together. <laughs> now they brothers. Yeah, they and might. then they're gonna get swept together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over oh, it. I'm oh over God. it. <laughs> 
you, you have been listening to the Flex Zone, everybody. We want to thank True Sounds for our theme song. Don't forget to like our Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, uh, at the Flex Zone One. If you have any questions, ideas, or possibly want to be a guest, send us an email to theflexzone1 at gmail.com. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Catch us on Arena Sports Net Wednesdays at 10 p.m. And tonight's show is executively produced by Andre Melton. Our senior producer is Cravante Hurd. Our associate producer is Byron Dixon. Um, our host is Mikel Ramos. And our production team is Dwayne Allen, Hugh Sky, Brian H. Waters. And our engineer is Ty Rice. Our marketing team is Key, Ava, and D. And until next time, Byron. We go. Just like the Super Bowl yeah. and the NFL season. And Atlanta's uh, Super Bowl chance. Uh. And Carmelo Anthony out of New York. Tom Brady, he's the dog. That's my dog. (laughs) Yeah, dog. And the dog (laughs) howls. I hate you all.